Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Views from Up Here. I'm your host, Taylor, aka Mother Hen, and of course, you are listening to us on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. First, let me start off by saying I hope everyone had a miraculous Valentine's Day. I know it's wishy-washy for some people. Oh, I don't have a significant other or not everyone has one, so there shouldn't be a day for it. We should get rid of it on the calendar. And while I agree with all of those things, there is still an opportunity to have fun whether you're in a relationship or not. I always made a game of it. If I was single and I wasn't seeing anybody at the time, then it would be a day to say fuck love, even though everybody else is embracing it. So hopefully, no matter what your situation is, you found a way to have fun. Bryce and I exchanged some small gifts. I I made cheesecake. He made dinner. And we just hung out. So it doesn't need to be this big grand gesture. Granted, if we didn't have both dogs with us, um, maybe we would have gone out and done something, even if it was just like a drive around town. But I was still very much happy with how it ended up. And yeah, so I hope everyone enjoyed themselves. Single or not. Uh, Or taken or not, I should say. Whatever. You know what I mean. Um, But back to the dogs. Um, Guinness and I have been here since by the time you guys listen to this since last Tuesday. So we're almost here two weeks. Um, I do have to go home this weekend though to get my other pack of birth control because I'm running out, not running out, but like I'm coming towards the end of the pack. So I'm going to need to start a new one soon. And I didn't bring that with me because I thought Guinness would only last a week here. And it turns out he's doing a little bit better. Um, And I have to go back so I can get my birth certificate from my dad and I can start the actual like process of moving down here like getting my license and registering my car and all that good stuff and I've touched upon that in the other episodes um but Bryce and I had a chance to actually sit down and uh discuss that this trip and I'm hoping I'll be moved in um by the end of March it just sounds so crazy to say and like I'll process this with you guys. Um, Obviously, Bryce listens to these episodes, so he'll hear me process it as well. But I think it's different when I'm not sitting in front of him. Not that he pressures me or makes me feel any kind of way, but talking to you guys and recording these episodes is honestly just like me having an internal monologue out loud. I don't know how to explain it. Um... But yeah, he said we seriously need to consider like when that's going to happen. He wants to do the work on his truck's transmission before he drives the trailer up to my mom's place to help move me out. Um, But I, like I said last time, have to go home and really evaluate what I'm going to take with me, what I'm not, what we have space for, what we don't. Um, And yeah, it's a lot. It's crazy to think that it's actually happening. Um, By the time you guys listen to this, I would hopefully have a job interview um, on Thursday if I don't get ghosted again. Um, I have a feeling the pay is not going to be enough. And I've said that so many times, but it's like by now there are pretty decent indicators, right? Um, If they don't put the salary in the job ad, then that's a red flag. Um, The actual condition of the campus or the building that I visited, um, not the greatest, The reviews on Indeed are like slightly below average and um, it was only a bachelor's level position. Now, I know some of you might be saying, Taylor, you have your master's by you're not searching for master's level jobs. 
Um, I am, but I don't know that I necessarily want to work a master's level job in my field. I'm applying to some, but I don't, I really don't think I want to do therapy or counseling. If it's in a school I'm, like I originally intended when I went to grad school, then I would be more inclined to do that, but... Um, those jobs seem few and far in between, so I'm doing what I can. This one is, I guess you can say, at a school, but um, I'm not hopeful. I was honest with them and said that, hey, listen, I'm not going to officially be down here in Baltimore full time until at least the end of March. Um, and that's when my current po- job position ends as well. So he didn't seem too thrilled with that, but that's nothing I could really change, right? I could move down sooner if need be, but... Um, I can't leave my job now and just to start another one sooner. I mean, even though this would be a full-time job with benefits and all that jazz, um, it's not fair to burn this bridge. I like this job. Should I ever find myself in need of another one, I think they would take me back. So I'm trying to treat that relationship with as much respect as I can. But um, we'll see what that's like see how that interview pans out and maybe I'll go back for a second interview or maybe they'll hire me right away who knows but um that's the update on that and yeah I'm just I'm really trying to wrap my head around moving again um and moving to an entirely different state it's a big deal for me I'm very excited I have no doubts about actually moving I know coming here to to be with Colby and Guinness and Bryce full-time is absolutely the way to go Um, but it's a lot and I know I'm going to have to leave some items behind or sell some things. And as I might've indicated in earlier episodes, when talking about my last move from my apartment in Ewing to being with my mom, um, I had to throw a lot of my life away, like 75 to 85% of what I own, um, or owned past tense, but I had a really nicely decorated apartment. I had a lot of tchotchkes. I had a lot of furniture, And not so much that it was cluttered and that I'd be bringing bullshit with me, but they were good quality pieces that I either found or bought or made. Um, So that really hurt me. And to think of downsizing again is hard. I know it's necessary. And honestly, whatever step him and I take after this, downsizing will absolutely be necessary. So might as well do it now. Um, But I'm very much a nostalgic and tangible person. So thinking about getting rid of more of my belongings is just uh, a little difficult. And Bryce, if you hear this, this is not me complaining. I want you to know that I am very excited. Um, It's just something that I'm thinking about and something that I'm processing. So that's that. Um, Let's see what else. Oh, the dogs. Okay. Um, They are getting along so much better. Uh, They did have a tiff this morning. Um, I've been trying to get them to play with each other. So uh, that also sounded dirty and cutting it off didn't help. So they've been doing really well with walking. Um, I bought them a split leash. So it's one leash that splits off into two little clips at the end. And I think it says it's five foot long. Now, I don't know if that's from like wrist to their clips or how long their little pieces are, but it works because before I was walking them on their own leashes, we were constantly getting tangled. I was dropping them. They were cutting off the circulation on my hand. Um, and Colby's was longer than Guinness's. So he would get a head start and Guinness is like, 
even though he's the aggressor, he's scared of Colby. So, like, if Colby was a couple of steps ahead of him on the walk, Guinness, like, won't go on that patch of grass until he's moved. And by then, Colby's too far ahead of us, and Guinness doesn't get a chance to pee or poop. So, the split leash is working for that reason. Um, They are getting themselves wrapped around trees and railings here and there, but it's a learning curve for all of us. Uh, But, yeah, they do really good on walks. They're eating right next to each other like practically touching ears Um, and they do fine with that they take turns with the water bowl all of the stuff that I thought would be difficult is not Um, but Guinness continues to bark at Colby when he gets up and down off of furniture which I don't understand because Guinness is also allowed on the furniture Um, and they don't know how to play together so Colby got like a second wind one night and was throwing around the one ball that I got him for Christmas And Guinness has the same one, so this could be part of the issue. But I went up to Colby, and they both like to, like, thrash and play tug-of-war. So I was doing that with him. And, of course, Guinness was freaking out, probably because the attention wasn't on him. So I took Colby's ball, and I threw it to Guinness. And Guinness played with it. But the minute he dropped it and Colby went for it, he lost his fucking mind. So I tried to get Guinness's toy out of his bag, one of his favorites. And he played with it. And Colby played with his own, and they were fine. But the minute Guinness let go of his and Colby went for Guinness's ball... Guinness lost his shit. So he has only child syndrome, much like his mom, and he has difficulty sharing. Um, So I got discouraged and I got really upset. And we tried that again today. And I think they were so amped in addition to Bryce walking in the door that there was just a lot of energy, a lot of confusion. Um, And Guinness went after Colby and Colby went after Guinness. They definitely bit each other like they made contact, but no one was bleeding. There seems to be no marks or anything. So I think their old man teeth aren't quite enough to penetrate skin. Um, But they had that beef and I hope that's one of the last. It probably won't be if I'm being realistic. Um, But I'm going to not push them playing so hard because they need to get really comfortable with the basics before we expect them to like actually enjoy each other and be friends but they're also laying on the bed with me which I've posted to my Instagram story so if anybody follows me on there they've seen that Um, but that's a huge deal because they're actually sharing a piece of furniture which seems to be an area of contention Um, but Colby usually jumps up first because the bed is his and he loves it and then I have to coax Guinness up but they're usually only separated by like a chunk of blanket or my leg and they know each other's there like Colby will cry or Guinness will sneeze so they're fully aware that they're sharing the bed they just don't seem to care because they're cuddled up with me I don't know but for the most part things are going how they need to go um it's just a scary and a slow process so that's I guess my life update um I don't really have anything else to share and I hate to admit that because that's what this podcast is supposed to be. I'm sharing my crazy stories. We're talking about sensitive topics. We're getting down to the nitty gritty and I have to say in getting ready to record this week's episode, I just drew a blank. I had absolutely no idea what to talk about. I'm feeling a little stuck. Um, I'm very happy in my life and in my relationship and there's always going to be stuff to update you on but as far as content goes I've just hit a wall this week and that's why this episode is so short that's why I didn't promote it like I normally did because I feel like it's just a bit of a letdown and maybe when the network hears this they're not going to like it because I certainly don't but I want to be honest with you guys and let you know that 
pushing out a new episode every week while I absolutely love it and I think it's necessary and I know for a fact you guys enjoy it. Um, it's a little hard for me. So some weeks I just want to tell you guys how my day was and that's it. And I think that's what this episode might be. But before I go, there is one other thing that I wanted to cover. Um, obviously the Super Bowl happened this past weekend and for the most part, everyone seemed really happy with the halftime show. I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch a lick of it. The show, the game, none of it. Um, I did see clips and stuff like that online, so I'm obviously privy to what happened and how the performances were. But the biggest thing that I wanted to touch upon, because I've seen such polarizing opinions, was 50 Cent and his, quote, recent weight gain, which isn't really recent at all. Um, he obviously performed one of his most iconic songs and recreated the music video where he hangs upside down. So people were comparing images side by side and all that shit and basically saying like, oh, wow, he's put on a lot of weight. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, of course, because that was like fucking 20 years ago that we watched that video for the first time. And then I'm seeing other people say we shouldn't give him a hard time. He looks healthy. He's been sober for X amount of years. Um, we're so proud of him, blah, blah, blah. And I agree. I think we should be proud of him. We need to stop commenting on other people's bodies, especially if it's about their weight. Like, I don't know if we want to call someone beautiful or say, wow, that hair color is different or, oh, they got work done. It's still not okay, but these are more obvious and neutral things. But criticizing anybody for their weight is not fucking cool. And I've seen some people uh, not share memes, but just share other people's posts where they're like, oh, so just to be clear, we can uh, make fun of 50 Cent or point out 50 Cent's weight, but we can't do that with Lizzo, right? And some people are getting butt hurt because they're essentially saying like they want to body shame Lizzo and they don't want people body shaming 50 Cent. And they just used her as an example, maybe because she's uh, a heavier black artist as well. I'm not entirely sure. Um, but no, you, one doesn't justify the other. I don't think, uh, my opinion wouldn't change whether it's a male or a woman or someone who's non-binary. We just don't need to do it. Um, that, that's, my, that's my soapbox. It just pisses me off. Um, I agree that if this was a woman, like, I, I don't know, let's say if people were commenting on Mary J's appearance right um I think she looks very similar to how she did back in her peak or in her prime maybe she's put on weight maybe she's lost weight I really don't remember it's not as noticeable or drastic of a difference but if it was and people were saying the same things about her my feelings and everyone else's reactions should be exactly the same fuck off leave her alone it's none of our goddamn business um and you guys know me like I only went on this rant because I am big into body image and body positivity and I've obviously struggled with my own weight and self-esteem for like the longest time um and I'm finally at a point where I'm actually very comfortable with what I look like and how much I weigh um I'm not where I said I wanted to be weight wise the last time I decided to lose weight um I got to this point because of anxiety and not eating so it was not healthy by any means but I've managed to hover at the same weight now since like July and that's a pretty big deal for me. I don't I don't think I've gone that long without fluctuating in a long time. 
maybe a couple pounds, like three pounds up or down, but really nothing more than that. Um, And when I look at myself in the mirror, I can see the desirable shapes that I once had or once wanted. Um, I fit in clothes a little bit better. I'm not so worried about my fupa anymore. (laughs) Um, There are little changes like that. So I do think my positive self-image now is making me fight harder for other people. I would have fought anyway. This would have pissed me off no matter what. Um, But it's definitely a new level of frustration now that I've now that I'm happy with who I am and what I look like and I'm not where I originally said I wanted to be if that makes sense like it's a huge deal to say I'm happy at this weight even though this isn't my goal weight and I don't necessarily feel the need to get any smaller I want to get in shape um so I'm not out of breath when I walk the dogs up two flights of stairs but that probably won't fluctuate my weight all that much I might lose a little bit more or I might stay the same, just gain some muscle. I don't know. Um, but it's a big deal for me to be happy with where I am and it not be my goal that I had originally set for myself. And I have to say, having a boyfriend who takes amazing candid photos of you means the world. I've mentioned this to you guys before. Like it honestly seems like witchcraft, how cool and pretty and good I look in the pictures that he takes of me versus pictures that I've taken of myself or other people have taken. I don't know if it's just his lens. And I mean that literally and metaphorically, like I know he has a better camera than I do on his iPhone, but I also don't know if it's just how he sees me, like the times in which he chooses to capture these pictures, I think makes a big difference. But The reason why I said this is because I had a little bit of a realization the other day and I shared it with Kelsey. Um, I got up and was like stretching in the morning and I was going to get up and go to the bathroom and take the dogs out. And we were playing that couples game again the other day. And one of the questions was like, when do you, is it, when do you find me most desirable or when do you find me like the most attractive? Something to that effect. And I was expecting him to say, like, when you're bent over or something like raunchy like that. But he said, like, you in the morning, like when you sit up and you do your little stretch and you're just getting yourself together. He's like, there's something about seeing you that way that's just very endearing. So it's like, oh, that's actually a sweet answer. So fast forward a couple of days. I think it was on like Tuesday. Um, I got up and I was stretching and the do- both of the dogs, I think, were in the bed with him. So he went to go take a picture of Guinness and I'm saying to myself, this motherfucker better not have taken a picture of me. My hair's a mess, blah, blah, blah. Like I knew he was taking a picture of Guinness, but he does tend to take candids of me, like I said, at like the most inopportune times or what he thinks is opportune, but I think it's going to come out terrible. So it turns out he did take a picture of me while I was stretching and he sent it to me and I looked at my phone and like I'm... I'm naked in the picture, but you can't see a lot of anything because it's my back. And he cut off the camera like right where my butt crack started. So realistically, there's not a whole lot showing, but there also is at the same time. And I looked at the picture and I said, I was like, who the fuck is that? And he was like, oh, that's you. Can you not tell? I was like, no, I can. Like, obviously the tattoos give it away and I know I'm here. But like, who is she? Because that shape that angle of myself I one never see my full back like I could look in the mirror and I could twist but like how often do you see yourself from the back not often um so it was weird for me to see that angle but it I also saw like 
a shape to my body that I thought was never um, achievable at all. Like I had such an hourglass pear shape. I don't know what the fuck it was, but it turned me on. Seeing my body turned me on. And I mean, I've taken nudes and I've said I've saved nudes before because like looking at them makes me feel good about myself. But if I'm being 100% realistic, I edit my fucking nudes. I'll like cut out some cellulite or like if my face is in it, I'll make the bags go away on my eyes. Or I don't know if I have an ingrown hair, I'll clean it up with the blemish tool. Like they're edited to make them seem better. So to see this picture of me not edited at all, just me in my raw natural form, absolutely blew my fucking mind and I was I was turned on I was like wow look at the curves on this bitch like he's lucky and he's like yeah I know I am but that was a pivotal moment for me because I just I've never seen myself like that before I didn't think I looked like that and it's crazy how much your own perception of your body distorts what you see in the mirror Because I can tell you, I'll go to the mirror right now with a mic in my hand and look at my back, look at my ass, look at my hips, whatever, and I will not be able to see that. But it's real. It was in the picture. I could tell by the format that he sent me in, like, he didn't edit it, nothing. So, yeah, that's pretty fucking crazy. So, okay, I did end up having something to talk about with you guys today. Um, But I was scrolling on social media before coming on here. And I had seen the thing about 50 Cent, so that my mind was on that. And then it just snowballed into my newfound appreciation for myself. So I hope for every single person listening, whether you're a man or a woman or non-binary, if you do not already love yourself and love your body, I promise that day will come for you. It might seem impossible. It might seem completely unachievable, but you will love yourself one day. It's just going to sometimes uh, take a lot of time, take some shitty circumstances to get you there. Or if you're like me, it's going to take someone special to come along and show it to you. Because guess what? Aside from a few pounds here and there, this has always been my body. I've always gathered weight in the same spaces. I've had almost the same size tits my whole life. I might have a couple more tattoos than I did five years ago, but this was always my body. I've just thought I lost those shapes for good and I didn't and they're still there and I'm still fucking hot and I don't say that about myself often. So I hope everyone here is able to achieve what I have or what Bryce has helped me achieve. Um, But generally speaking, stop fucking talking about other people's body and their weight. It's none of your goddamn business. Worry about yourself. If someone asks for your opinion or your fitness or your nutrition advice, then go for it. Give them everything you got. But we need, 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 need uh, to stop. Absolutely put an end to just discussing people's bodies. If you can't tell someone that they look fucking amazing in whatever they're wearing or whatever they're not wearing, then shut your fucking mouth. That's it. That's all I got to say. So guys, I'm sorry this episode is short. I'm sorry I have a little bit of creator's block. I'm sorry I went on a body shaming uh, rant, but this is me and this is views from up here and this is what you guys got. So hopefully next week I'll come out with you come 
God, I can't even speak. I'll come at you with an even longer and an even better episode. I'll hopefully be recharged and ready to fucking go. But in the meantime, just keep doing what you're doing. Don't comment on people's bodies. Go eat something that you absolutely fucking love. And don't worry about how where the weight's going to go from it. And... Love on your dogs, because I'm looking at both of these fuckers right now, and I love them so much. Even if they don't love each other, um, they mean the world to me, and they make all of this chaos worth it. So, yeah, this was fucking weird, but I'm done. I'll see you motherfuckers next time.